Hey there, and thanks for joining me, Christina Stark, your host and direct selling queen of sparkle for the weekly gem here at my Get Your Sparkle On podcast, where you'll find gems of goodness for your business and motivation to help you achieve whatever you set your mind to. Do you think you're a good leader? Do you think you have what it takes to be one? Well, whether you're working from home or working for someone or just volunteering, putting a few priorities into action makes getting things done more efficient. So let's find out what priorities I'm talking about. The three facets I'd like to discuss today are communication, systems, and vision. So number one, communication, or let's call this, let's speak the same language. I don't know about you, but even after all these years working for both corporate companies, personal side gigs, and such, I haven't been able to master the talent of telepathy. I struggle reading people's minds. It's not that I don't try. I really do, but I swear it's like a foreign language. One of the things I've learned in my years working on the corporate side of things are that leaders who are successful can explain things simply and clearly. There are several ways to communicate. The four ways I am more familiar with are electronically, which is like private messages and texts and emails, by phone, and that's using your voice or perhaps maybe Facebook Live and Instagram TV, by hand, which is also known as handwritten cards or happy mail, and live and in-person communication. In my honest opinion, live and in-person is the way to go. Nothing replaces live interaction. After all, you are trying to build relationships with people. On the opposite end, using the electronic option is really not the best way to build relationships or solve problems. Text messages and emails are hard to decipher how people are feeling and can be easily misinterpreted. They can snowball into an emotional roller coaster if something is read the wrong way. When we are overwhelmed with things to do, which who isn't, taking the time to explain things can seem like a bit of a time waster. Let me give you an example. When I was creative director for one of the direct sale companies here in Utah, I hired a new team member sat down at her desk and started discussing some of the creative guidelines she would use in the projects she was going to complete. I thought I was giving her a pretty good rundown of the guidelines, and after a good 30 minutes, I let her take the reins and get going on some projects. After a couple of days, I came back to review what she had completed, and I was totally shocked at how far off she was on what I thought I had explained. Because I had those deadlines that I was trying to hit, I had completely skipped over some things and expected her to understand what I thought were simple concepts to grasp. Because I had been doing it for a while, those concepts had become second nature to me, but for this new team member, it was her first week. Again, if I haven't mastered reading people's minds, How could I have expected this new team member to have had the same capabilities? Learning how to explain things clearly and effectively is a skill. It has to be practiced. Well, I went back, sat down with her, and explained more clearly of what the guidelines were and the expectations. 
And after a few questions back and forth, it didn't take too long before she was hitting the mark. Expecting people to read between the lines only allows them to make their own conclusions and can lead people way off track, including your expectations. If the person you're trying to work with isn't local, try using a video chat option, at least in the beginning. Take the time to let them know that they are important by setting some time to get to know them, ask questions, and explain and share what you know, at least until both of you learn how to read each other's minds. Number two, systems, or as I like to call this, let's get organized. When I hear the word systems, I instantly think of a machine that works in the best possible way. I love it when things are organized and there is routine. If you know me, I am a routine driven kind of gal. If you want to be successful at whatever you are doing, you need to be able to know where different things are in the process. If you have kids, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have a place for their backpacks and sport bags. You check their backpacks for schoolwork that needs to be signed and class projects that need to be completed, sometimes only knowing the day before. But being organized again makes you more effective in accomplishing your tasks. You have binders, folders, notebooks, and calendars. They all help in setting up a system to help you work smoothly. But having a personal schedule or routine also should be part of your organizational system. One of the tips I gave in Weekly Gem 14 is about setting office hours. If you work at home, having a flexible schedule is really handy, but it can also derail you if you don't prepare for the day ahead. I work at home, but I know how I work best. I know how long it's going to take for me to get ready so that I can get to my dedicated workspace and start my work day. Each day may change, but if I can find a consistent schedule, say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I can work from 10 to noon and again from one to three, that gives me a consistent schedule. But let's say on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I only have two hours for work. And I really can't set a specific time week to week on those days. So in order for me to be prepared, I would check my schedule on Monday night for what's going to happen on Tuesday, because by then I should know what's going on the next day. I would do the same thing on Wednesday night for Thursday. This way I can get in the habit of checking my schedule and being prepared to work the times to make my business successful. Try not to just, I'm air quoting this, wing it because random acts give you random results. So if you have kids, you know their school schedules or if they're out for the summer, you should have some type of schedule in place so that you know when you're going to be able to work your side or full-time business. Set the example of putting some parameters on when, where, and how you're going to work. And be sure to use that handy egg timer or just your watch timer to manage your focused efforts. You want to be making money doing income producing activities. If you are growing a team of like-minded entrepreneurs, show them that it can be done. It doesn't take fancy programs or expensive tools to be effective in what you do in your business. If your company offers worksheets or a tracking program to help you manage your customers, learn how to use them and then use them. Please, 
they took a lot of time to make these for you. Staying on top of your business efforts requires some effort to make things become efficient. If you can get your kids to pre-stuff envelopes for customer follow-ups or some happy mail, then you are using your leadership skills and delegating. Effective leaders are able to guide others to become confident and have pride in their work efforts. I'm grateful for my previous leaders who have taught me my organizational skills that I still use today. I'm able to find the files I need effectively and quickly, as well as information I need to follow up with people that I coach and not just their phone numbers. A leader makes organization a priority in their workday. And scheduling your day, along with having an organized workspace, including the desktop and filing system on your computer, helps you feel like you can tackle pretty much anything that gets thrown your way. And number three, vision. Or as I like to call it, let's make you successful at your dreams. People want to be successful, but they can't do it on their own. Think about someone who has made a positive impact in your life. What is it? that they did that makes you think of them in that way? Was it something they said, they did, or how they interacted with you? Successful leaders know how to build confidence and vision in others. I remember working for one of my previous supervisors. At the time, I had only been with the company a year. He gave me the opportunity to be promoted into a leadership position. And when he did ask me, I was awestruck as I felt that I didn't have any leadership skills. He told me that he could see that I had the potential to become a great leader. He believed in me more than I believed in myself. So when I think of a leader or someone that I look up to as a mentor, they see my potential, not only the skills I currently have. Getting outside your comfort zone stretches you and allows you to learn new things. It's like climbing a mountain. As you climb, you may struggle, but you eventually arrive at a plateau or flat area and things seem to become easier. Again, you're faced with climbing a steeper section and again, you arrive at a new plateau and this happens over and over until you reach the summit. Sometimes that final summit is many climbs away, but each time you reach a goal, you have learned new things and become more accomplished. There will be times that you may not have a leader that will help you see your potential. And this is where you will have to dig deep and determine the goals for yourself. When starting a new business, you need to use the program your company has in place to get you going within the first month of becoming an entrepreneur. Trust the process. This will help stretch you and develop talents that are waiting to be unleashed inside you. If I hadn't set a goal for myself to launch this podcast within two weeks of determining I was going to do one, I don't think I would have. I know it was aggressive timeline, but I researched how to start a podcast. I watched videos. I bought the equipment and watched more videos on how to record and upload the tracks and a lot more. I had to research and write the content. I still do. I had to design my brand and determine what and why I wanted to do with it. It's been a crazy ride so far, and I know I have a lot to learn still, but I'm grateful that I have someone who believes in me and the possibility of what this podcast can do. My husband is my biggest cheerleader. He's also a great mentor in the sense of what I could do to make things even better, and I'm getting there. 
it's not going to happen all in one day. I also have a vision and you need to as well for your business. Only a few years ago, 10% of business owners had a vision for their company. And today, only 3% of people do. And only 1% of people have the natural talent to build vision in others. Are you in that 1%? Would you like to be? If you've never set a goal, you will never fail. But you will also never know the joy of success. Failure is part of the journey of success. If you don't learn where the mistakes are, how will you know when you're succeeding? You can always adjust your path, just like a GPS. If you make a wrong turn, then adjust and get back on track. There are things to be learned on those side trips. Set your vision on your goals and milestones and course correct to get you to your destination of dreams. So here we are at the one action item for the week. Review the priorities I shared, which were communications, systems, and vision. Which one do you think you are best at right now? And why do you think this way? Which of these is the one you feel that might take you to the next level of being an effective leader? Write down this one thing that you could do in that area to help you improve your leadership skills. And write this down on sticky note and place it where you work each day. Work on putting into action this item during your work hours and reevaluate yourself or ask your team members to help you work on it and give you feedback. Being a successful leader doesn't come easy, but as with anything that you practice, you will become more effective in your actions and your leadership skills will improve. We are all works in progress. And when you have a minute to look back, you will surprise yourself with how far you've come. I believe in you. You've got this. Thanks for tuning in to Get Your Sparkle On and this weekly gem with me, Christina Stark, your queen of sparkle. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss these gems of inspiration and information for your business or whatever you choose to achieve in life. A new weekly gem is available each Tuesday and you can find Get Your Sparkle On in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Do you have a question or topic you'd like me to explore? Send an email to getyoursparkleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me and DM me at getyoursparkle underscore on via Instagram. Join me next time and be sure to get your sparkle on and keep sparkling.